Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Play the Thirteenth Age. Hooray! You can get you can get drunk outside a character, <laughs> and you can dance if you want to. Uh, when we last left our heroes, uh, they were a little bit in the future of where we are now because we ended with a few uh, epilogues that we all decided we'd be better served as uh, full scenes. We're gonna roll the clack clock Current back. Ones. <laughs> the clack back. We're, we're, we're gonna yeah, use yeah. our yak back. Uh, no, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna head back to immediately after uh, the rogue elements had successfully defended uh, the city of uh, Forge from the the treacherous uh, siege engines of uh, Corson and her coalition of the killing. Hooray! <laughs> I'm one of them. Really? That's what she called it. No, that's what I called the session. Uh, just like this one is called Margaret Stone Rescue Ranger. Okay. <laughs> wow. As long as Corsa up. didn't yeah. call herself the Coalition of the Killing. No, no, that's just kind me. Insulting, kind of insulting that Margaret couldn't even show up to save her own first mate. That hasn't happened wow. yet. Uh, instead, as soon as the, the Vajra drill cranks to a stop with its uh, compartment of uh, invading soldiers sealed and its crew uh, disposed of, thanks to your combined efforts, uh, you, you see the, uh, the Dwarven military has arrived and begin uh, filling in the hole it, it tunnels through. Uh, along with uh, a division of uh, uh, stonemasons and other laborers to plug up the hole. It looks like things are going to be pretty well in hand, and that is when you are joined by, once again, your friend, uh, Corporal Lance Marbetus. Hi. Hey, now it's hey. our best friend. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey. Uh, uh, how, how are things going for you, then? Uh... She's inviting you to uh, follow her uh, uh, toward the Dwarf King's palace because, you know, over these last few days, she's sort of become your unofficial and now apparently official uh, liaison uh, between awesome. y you independent folk and uh, the, the actual uh, legitimate, I mean, not that you're illegitimate, but the, uh, the defenders of Forge. Pub guy, you hear that? We have a liaison. I'm not. I'll fight we have a liaison. No, that's good, tough guy. <laughs> we have a liaison. Say that again. <laughs> liaison. Okay. I know. I, I went to the doctor about that. No, no that's a lesion. You don't need to go to the doctor about. Finally, about just it. beat them. <laughs> you don't have to. We already won. Rip, we got we got a buddy. Uh, as, as you reach that point in the conversation, you've all arrived in the king's chamber. Uh, the uh, left and right hand, who you recognize from back in Enclave, I don't think you ran into them while you were here, uh, although you definitely poked around their business. Uh, but th they're there with their stone hands, uh, which freaked you out before. And uh, they wave uh, Lance away. Apparently, she's not allowed in where you are. And Jeez. In yeah. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> I feel special. And with the, uh, as you enter, you see what appears to be a statue of uh, the Dwarf King, um, Borin the Fourth, sitting there. But then it becomes clear as it. Uh, lifts an arm and, and beckons you further that that is the Dwarf King himself. 
Whoa. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. This would have been really surprising if it wasn't one of the two surprises we left off last week. Audible shock. I was just about to ask if you wanted me to edit those out. <laughs> no, no. It's 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 a great double cliffhanger for the listener. Okay. Wow. You're getting off easy this time, listeners. Maybe I'll just edit <laughs> something else out and not tell you. <laughs> like the part where I... <laughs> Yeah, yeah that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really yeah, we'll like the part that where right I'm at. So while well, uh, back to let's play the 13 days. <laughs> In this episode, everybody died last session. Uh, oh. uh, the, the, the king says with a warm voice that uh, he believes you've been looking for him. Uh, he, he's looking di- directly at uh, Scarlet and Margaret when he says mm-hmm. this. Uh, with Ah, yes. Guys, I think I think this is <laughs> Yeah, he, he goes on to t- to tell you that uh, it's not a trick. It's not a uh, illusion. He is unfortunately uh, bound to the very uh, bedrock of the continent itself, and his consciousness like passes freely freely through it. He couldn't. Uh, I look at the ground nervously. It's a heartbreaking story where they, they found this uh, foreboding ritual and were, were desperate to discover the Soul of Stone, but he wouldn't uh, allow anyone else but him to uh, volunteer to be the subject. And it, turned, nice and it turned into a self-fulfilling prophecy where he himself is now the, the Soul of Stone spoken of uh, in the, the legends of the, uh, the, the prophecy. So that means we have to carry him, right? I'll get the wheelbarrow. <laughs> no, I don't he's... think you can carry all bedrock. He's able to pass through anything, he says, as long as it doesn't, as it isn't uh, chipped or cut away. So he'll be able to meet you when he's needed. In the meantime, uh, he's awesome. been watching quite a few things, and uh, his kingdom is quite a bit better off for it. There is a silver lining. Nav, okay. Nav grabs Manuel's collar and starts shuffling nervously for the door. Although <laughs> <laughs> uh, it still has a long way to go. But in any case, now that introductions and explanations are completed, it is time for thanks and gratitude. Uh, you've been instrumental in uh, uh, mm. defending his uh, city, the, the kingdom of his forebears, entrusted to him from a, a foreign force. Uh, and uh, is basically a jerk, and we don't like her at all. And you really ought to be compensated for that. He opens a chest that is full of gems. Uh, when you get around to counting them later, it comes to uh, they they are appraised uh, for around six thousand gold total. Hmm. Hey, this is a head of emerald lettuce. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep this for later. Yeah, <laughs> it's deadly poison. And also he bestows upon several of you uh, true magic items freely uh, for they are his to give as, um, uh, uh, you know, Dwarf King. So who wants to talk about what they got? I got a ring. It has an eye on it. (laughs) It's pretty gross. Hey, Nate, look. I mean, hey, Rip. Do you know who Nate is? I just, uh, this uh, this ring is letting me see into other dimensions. Ooh, you're just as much of a jerk in the other dimension. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who else? Multiversal. I got a plus two hat of dancing, and also it does other things, I guess. (laughs) 
it's it's nice in the corner. Oh, it can right. turn a it can turn a miss into a fumble when somebody attacks me. Rip got a mm. gift. Rip got boots of ferocious charge, which make me break stuff when <laughs> I run at people. Basically, <laughs> I do damage when I engage an enemy in the same turn. Like I attack them in the same turn that I have run to them. Scarlet got a thing. Um. Yeah. Um. And actually, is it okay if I take a different item than the one you? Just maybe. Oh. What did you want? Okay. So there's a this necklace of Paragon. It it allows me another use of my racial power. Oh. The work is that sometimes you unwittingly speak in a language that sounds like it could be the original language of your race if anyone else could understand it. Oh, that sounds perfect. I love that a lot. Oh, yeah. That, that's what the Dwarf King gave you. Ah, the other common. Thing. Yeah. It also has <laughs> shape depending on what race uh, the person who's wearing it is. Okay. Uh, do you have an idea of what that shape is, or maybe we can come back to it? Eh, not right now. Okay. So, I haven't uh, noticed it, that it, it does it. It seems clear that the Dwarf King does know you all pretty well. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, they're all very fitting gifts. Uh, and what a nice guy. Yeah. Almost as if he's been spying on us. As he if doesn't he flirt with anyone, does he? Almost as if he's watching He flirts from... with precisely zero people. Okay. <laughs> he is all rock. Yeah, okay. I'm all rock, baby. <laughs> the the Forge Master and Brewmaster are uh, very uncomfortable. Uh, rip knowing Dwarven custom, obviously. Uh, realizes it's because like this is this is not for outsiders, especially something uh, that's not even that that's kept a secret from the dwarven people. This is incredibly unusual, and uh, just knowing all of these things, you know, not what else is the gifts, but knowing unusual. knowing these secrets is a, a breach of of protocol and dwarven honor. So it's cool. The, I mean, like the, the, the king can get away with this, but uh, the his right and left hand are just. Oh, no, I get it. They're seeing a sign of things to come. Yeah. The, the times they are changing, and now it's uh, they people in to... power generally don't cotton to that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Soon they won't even be able to put everyone who's different into a slum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost like you can't. Why won't you respect my traditions of putting people I don't like in slums? <laughs> Not even people I don't like, just people who aren't like me. <laughs> just anyone, really? I like, I like, I like several of you individually. You're one of the good ones. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Welcome to Allegory Hour on Let's Play the 13th Day. <laughs> does, does anybody have anything further they uh, wish to do, wish to ask, wish to say? I will ask what the deal is with these, with this beasts in place. Why does it need to exist? Why, do, why don't they just live in your town? Um, well, Be- Beaston was uh, demanded uh, by the people to assuage their fears, and... Uh, um, the, the, the king holds it as his great shame that he acquiesced to that, but his other option was going out in public among the people and walking with them, which he's physically incapable of doing. You know, to, to sort of calm them down. That's really the only options he saw. Nobody was listening to his edicts sent from inside the office. And he couldn't really go out in his state. He is, but he is surely now it's too obvious thrown. 
Uh, Surely now it is obvious that the greatest threat to Ford is nothing I to do with yeah. the people who well, live yeah, there. Yeah, he's uh, thankful for your help uh, on on that side note, as well as you know saving the lives of a great number of citizenry. And um, and the various stone statues he's going to erect of us in the town square where the other statue fell is certainly going to help people <laughs> monsters, right? <laughs> he's he's a little sore uh, about probably shouldn't uh, push it. Don't the, the loss of uh, the, the statue of Boron the Third, but he's. I think of it this way. He's happy the to statue. see how it went out, man. He was definitely watching. The help to stop the invasion. Hey, yeah. If it was going to go down, that's the way to do it. He's, he's not upset with you. He just kind of like, oh man, I, I love that statue. But Wait, damn, all right, have, you know. That's could he inhabit? Could he inhabit his own statue? Uh, not anymore. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great, great, whatever grandpa. It was born the third. He's the born the fourth. Nobody wanted to use the word the, the name born after a long time. There are big shoes to fill. Mm. <laughs> well, now that he's the literal continent, I guess he filled them. Yeah, <laughs> filled all shoes. <laughs> I, uh, your Majesty, I I actually have a bit of a question for you. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm saying that. He doesn't have that tone of voice. Yeah? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, buddy? But yeah, he, he does so, the croaking of stone on stone. You are connected with with the, the, the bedrock of the continent. Are you still connected with it if it's become separated? Uh, no. And if that chunk were housing his consciousness, it would just become separate. He'd be in that rock. Okay. At least that's what he suspects. They have not, ex- you know, tried that experiment for right. obvious reasons. Right. I guess one other thing. Um, I've been traveling with this rock for a while, who just seems very concerned <laughs> about uh, its situation. And, like, I've tried my best to sort of help it relax and sort of be patient about its situation, but it still perhaps? seems kind of on edge, and it screams a lot. Um, I was wondering... Do you, do you show the maybe, rock? Do you, like, unwrap the rock and present it? Maybe you could talk to it. At this point, I do present the rock. Uh, at that point, you are uh, bodily forced out of the room by the, the Forgemaster and Brewmaster. The, the twins uh, of Forge. Maybe it wasn't a good idea to show him the evil space rock. You read between it's the lines evil. pretty clearly that that is not... That's not the same thing. They are not... Uh, ha- equipped for that, they don't know that it is. That is not their okay. thing. Okay, <laughs> we don't know yeah. what will happen if if one is exposed to the other. Maybe this moon just rock a will, guy. Maybe moon the moon rock. rock will infect him with it's just two rocks hanging out. Uh, does every does anybody else have anything else? Or are you gonna uh, uh, just head out and rejoin your friend Mitch? Uh... Got There's like an Etten that I think might be wrongfully imprisoned for rioting. <laughs> you might want to look into that. But well, other than that, okay. I mean the the uh, I don't brewmaster. Know if well, if he was rioting, the, the brewmaster is entirely <laughs> uh, doubtful that anyone imprisoned for rioting was wrongfully so. The riot was pretty big, and I yeah. would say table talk. The one thing you guys screwed up on was not trying to do anything about that. Rides are awesome. Woo! You did pretty much everything else perfect. You got really lucky on like all. You only missed one or two rolls all night, but man, you didn't even try with that riot. Uh, <laughs> our, our final score is our anarchist snake. We kind of just worked with it, yeah. 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 
pretty sure with the band and all, we were trying to incite a riot ourselves. Everyone was, yeah, everyone yeah, was involved. I, I just made it work. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, uh, as you leave uh, the palace, uh, Tran is looking for you, uh, wondering, uh, hey, well, just, just really hoping to chat. I guess. Hey, girl. Hey. It's like, hey, how's how those uh how those bombs go? Eh, eh, sort of an elbow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They eh, were. Eh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It was pretty good. Yeah. They were really. <laughs> All right. Cool. Spell. Yeah. Was was spell. Uh, anyone seen Bella? This is the part where we are like sending hmm. Tran off to the mansion. That that was the intent. Can I have my characters be here too? Oh yeah, sure. No, they're dead. Or part of it? No, <laughs> neither of them died. What? Neither of them died. I'm For pretty long. sure. <laughs> I don't remember them not dying. I like, remember, remember them died. Oh, uh, in case you missed it, uh, 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 Tran is here looking, uh, is fishing for compliments. Uh, re bombs. She, she <laughs> ran into you guys on the street. They were lovely bombs, Tran. Thank you very much. <laughs> they they were absolutely explosive. Jeez, <laughs> get a room. They really <laughs> saved the day. That's a good point, Naz. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like a room? <laughs> uh, she's a little confused in front of all these people. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, you should. Like, I mean, you're you friendly and you're kind of cute, but I don't, I don't really dig the hairy one. And you have no idea which one's the hairy one in this what? situation. <laughs> All of them, <laughs> like almost I'm everyone. I'm hairy, especially I only have hair on my head. Rip kind of especially points through and Midwell and back to himself. And kind of heads. Oh, oh, I got is, pretty good hair. This isn't hair; it's slime. But in any case, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I like to imagine the scene as everybody, as it like pans through all the hairy suspects. Manuel is currently dancing, but it's like in <laughs> really gross detail, like Ren and Stimpy. Rips but like in any case, <laughs> you should, you should, you should stay with us. You should come back to uh, Equinox Manor and work for us. Well, I mean. She, uh, she's sort of recently unemployed, but with what happened in Drakenhall after she left, uh, the business is a mess. She doesn't think anybody left behind there is really, you know, capable of weathering that storm. It's, it's kind of time for a clean break, especially with, uh, I mean, even if the business was thriving, the, the state Drakenhall is in right now. She's not sure that's her bag at the moment. Hey, look, it's Cactus. <laughs> Yes, speaking of bakery employees. Cactus was standing there the entire time. The whole damn bakery. Okay, but let's not speak too much of bakery employees because then Slamby will show up and. <laughs> Don't say his name! He's, al he's already here. <laughs> oh, God. He just walks out from behind. You hear, you hear a loud, greasy chewing sound. So, uh. <laughs> emanating throughout the streets. Uh. Tran's real question is what the heck you'd have her working on. I mean, house-sitting seems pretty dull. Well, what are rockets if not just focused bombs? Really? Just set up a... Set up a lab in the... Rockets raises an eyebrow, to be sure. Do you wanna... Oh! Yeah, I mean, those just... explosives work pretty great. You could definitely use a lot more of that if you wanna... Yeah, we're going set to up, the... like, a lab and a... 
Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of going to the That's a good point. You can join our, can join our to, space team. I have to bring me back. For reasons. <laughs> uh, I mean, we have the facilities to allow you to invent time. All, all right, day if you that's, want. That's the sort of uh, engineering problem that's going to wet her whistle. She's in. She's. Hey. She, we don't need any whistles. We need a rocket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, what's up with, um, Cactus, then? What's uh, Cactus doing? He's just gonna- he's gonna go, too. Okay. <laughs> he's just gonna swallow. He's going. He doesn't have anywhere else to be, what the hell? He could be so the Cactus, what are you gonna do while you're there? And he just turns away and walks. Uh, the, the day four Oh, so, no, he's not that rude. Jeez, he'll probably be like, hey, this is a home garden. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is that magical garden that took me. Maybe figure out what the deal is with that, since we kind of didn't. It's less ghosty, remember? Bella did all the ghost busting? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I'm gonna do the weed busting. <laughs> <laughs> that just means moving the weeds to their own separate garden, because all life is sacred. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so selfish, but I'm That's not... Right. There's gonna be plenty of weed at this mansion. Ah. <sighs> oh. Uh, who's next? The day floor sibs showed up. Oh yeah, both Algernon and Beowulf. I um, uh, I like kind of perks the Beowulf. Like, oh, I thought you two were dead. What? <laughs> I heard you two Neither were dead. <laughs> so Beowulf was in the last session, right? And then Algernon, I don't think we established, but he was there. He was probably involved in the riot. He died somehow. No. <laughs> Algernon died two days ago. Who's this then? <laughs> he's the, the the one made of. He's made of dust right now. Yeah, yep. he's a dust what dust. happened in that other game? I don't even remember now. But anyway, Scarlet has suggested that they be hired on to be in charge of security at the mansion. Okay, are you gonna give her give them anything? Uh, any other information? Nah. Just, uh, I think there's we got we kind of own this place out in the woods. Okay, Beowulf yep, is going to ask, alright, am I supposed to be keeping an eye on threats external or internal? Probably both. Sort of below his breath. Alright, okay. Is Beowulf that smart? The, yeah, he's probably <laughs> smart. Hey, I didn't say Algernon asked. Of the okay. two, Dang. he's definitely he's so the smart. Then why is he dead? <laughs> That's a good point. I hadn't even thought of that. Like his Wait, whole, yeah, his reaction to the entire explanation would just be, how's the pay? <laughs> Meanwhile, Algernon is just like, pay or not, he, at this point, he would like open his jacket and reveal he was wearing a Grant Hansen t-shirt. He's a <laughs> huge fan. Big fan. I found this in a trash can. <laughs> I found it in a trash can on a dude. You in a trash can. I hit a guy with a trash I put can. A guy, I put a guy in a trash can and then I found this in a trash can. <laughs> it was really cool. So, like, as soon as I say, would you like to work for Grand Handsome, his exact words were, fuck yes. Don't curse. No you can't stop him from cursing. Oh, yes, I can. Let's fight. <laughs> you have PvP? Hey, everybody. I'm Bella Canto. One half of the team, or one half of the band known as Grand Handsome. But I'll tell you what's not very handsome. Cursing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never born cage. You convinced him. I like that. Never All also, right. he's, got, he's got one last request. Yeah. Can he fist bump Rip's sound fist? No. Yeah, okay. That's up to Rip. Okay. 
Alright, uh, every sword in every sheath begins humming at its resonant frequency as soon as he does. It's kind of an ugly noise, but it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Just like Algernon. <laughs> I need a machine that makes that sound. <laughs> you have it. It's, it's Rip Smolder Boulder. <laughs> um, alright. So is that everybody's backups covered? Uh, I, I guess... I guess I can't just Wait, what's that, what's that chewing sound I hear? <laughs> that I've been hearing the whole day. Here he comes. That accumulating wad of gristle. <laughs> Wait, it was under Rip's cape the entire time. Oh. Slathers Slammy. When did you get here? Uh, Slammy just picks his nose and shrugs. Yeah. You wanna work for us? He picks his nose and shrugs again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You got food? What do you think he does to that question? It's God. it's honestly in Slavery's case, it almost seems like it's less working for us and more. Oh my God, we need to just put him away somewhere so he won't <laughs> he won't just bother us anymore. We get him as far away from civilization it's, as possible. It's kind of like putting him in a daycare. What job are you going to assign to Slamby's? I, I guess recon. Recon? Yeah, he's he's pretty good at disguises. His beard is dumb! I mean, we didn't notice him for like 10 minutes. Hey, Slammy, there's this guy named Peppercorn. You should hang out at his desk all day long. Yeah, do it. Definitely, definitely make good friends with the Peppercorn. You can teach him about fun. Official liaison. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you... Make sure you set up baby gates at the staircases. Okay, uh... Slamby At this point in the, the lineup of goodbyes, you're meeting the uh, the Etten Mayor of uh, Beeston. You're meeting with uh, Lance, uh, says another farewell, and knows not to ask why she got kept out of the throne room. Uh, and uh, then Bella, uh, not no, but Bella gets <gasps> visited by uh, Donatella Moss of the uh, the Elven uh, uh, Embassy. <gasps> With a uh, letter. Letter. Yeah, uh, that's actually, uh, she came to say goodbye to you, but the letter is addressed to Margaret. I have a bad feeling about this letter. Let's not read it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not read it for a few minutes until okay. someone can join the call. Okay. Can, can, any, can anybody think of any characters that they also need to go? Yeah. Just, just invent some right now. Uh, Gilder Goldenbrass. <laughs> oh no! No! You hear a shirping noise from a storm drain. Oh, I... Slamby, uh, I already hired you. No, I, I, Cyrus wants to say goodbye. I, I already sent them along to the... Uh, well, Hill. this isn't his usual storm drain. This is near the gate. <laughs> he is Fine. on the Hi, Cyrus. Where's he going to find a storm drain that takes him to the other place? Uh, don't don't question Cyrus. He knows his way around. Cyrus is cool. Hi, Cyrus. C Cyrus, Cyrus. Uh, gives you the secret handshake of his people. Nice. I wipe my hand on Sandy. <laughs> it becomes dirtier. Aw, oh, damn it. I wipe my hand on Rip. Sorry, Rip. You're, it, oh god, his shirt's burning off. <laughs> um, uh, wait, shirt? Oh uh, god, his pants are burning. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> uh, Scarlet is going to uh, hug her brothers. Wish hug her brother. Hug. Yeah, hug her and she's brother. going to also uh, hug, give uh, Cactus a hug goodbye for helping her brother not die. 
Okay. And she's going to look at Slamby for a second. What is hugging Cassie like? Him. Not pleasant, but she, <laughs> she earned it. Okay. And she's going to look at Slamby for a minute and then to sort of wave from a distance very quickly and turn away from him. Okay. Uh, at this point, you hear a <gasps> And a broom? Huh? No. <laughs> is that Greased Alphonse? <laughs> No! <laughs> is it a is it a dwarf with bushy eyebrows and a thin mouth? And... It is it is Gerald of the Mountain. Oh, oh Gerald! Gerald had no idea there were good goodbyes happening. He just saw a line and got curious. Oh my, oh my goodness! <laughs> okay. We just have a line of characters. I don't think anyone in this party has really met Gerald, has have they? Hey, Gerald. This is this monkey man comes with a sword in his forehead, just comes <laughs> bounding up to us. I met Gerald. What do you mean? I, you guys hi. know Gerald? Hi, I'm Min. Uh, Gerald you... introduces himself as Gerald of the Mountain. Could you, could you do me a very small favor? I think. Very small favor. Uh, he could agreed. you pick me up? Unta! <laughs> yes! Tough guy, please don't take this the wrong way, but I think we have found an also very tough guy. Rip just kind of nods and smiles. This is meant so happy. This is Scarlet's first lesson in what is fun. There is, there is more what? than one. Why he kicked me There's out? More what than, fun is? There is room for more than one tough this guy, guy in the skirt. Let's swing me around a little bit. He assents. <laughs> to, to any onlooker, this is, looks like an ape just beating a man to death. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is good. No. Ah. So what do you do, man? What are you hanging out with these clowns for? Uh, he did not know that there was a circus. Now he wants to find it. There's a circus anywhere you look, man. Uh, but yes, he, he does tell you of his adventure in uh, uh, Anvil, the, the Ruins of Anvil, and how he uh, clubbed a few of Corson's allies. Uh, some of them he knew were Corson's allies at the time, and he was really excited that one time he got to drive a van uh, just before the riot broke out. Oh, you were, you were driving the van? Oh man, you helped us out a bunch! And then gotta... I'll tip the van over, and it Things didn't go well from there. <laughs> wow, thanks, Algeron. It was It's a riot. He was drinking. A lot. <sighs> uh, we, we have to kind of get yeah, pretty cool, though. with some other stuff. But I hope I hope we meet you again, man. It's so tough. How did you get so tough? He eats his vegetables. Oh. Well, Drink, that'll do it, I guess. Drinks his milk. <laughs> listens to his mother. Who is this mother? Geraldine Ooh, of the mountain. I knew you were going to say that, but I just had to ask anyway. <laughs> uh... Alright, good. I got my side character in the scene. I'm satisfied. Alright. Do we have any more stalling characters? Because I think we don't need them. Oh, it's stalling. Oh, it looks like this. <laughs> oh, he's he's currently being led away in chains. Oh, that. I think Margaret. Uh, what a rascal! You always get caught up to us. That... I have finally caught up to you. Okay. Hi, Margaret. What what magic item did you get from the, the Dwarf King rock? Not everybody got one. Uh, wow. <laughs> or if you if you <laughs> want to. Put that off for a small time. 
Let's find out later. Marcus, it's in this wrapping uh, paper, and I don't want to... How much do you like your icons this week? Yeah. <laughs> I'll roll as soon as I can connect to the server, which isn't letting me do for some reason. Oh, oh dear. Uh, do you have Close. the proper numbers? I, I do have the numbers. It's Okay. It's... Please read them aloud for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get hacked. That'll happen. Live. In any case, uh... While, while we're doing that, let's add you to the scene. Everyone is saying their goodbyes to everyone as we leave, and you have been approached with a note in your name that was uh, left at one of the embassies by one of the embassy workers. Uh, uh, okay, when you open it up, it reads... Uh, my captain, captured by Red Fang. Rest of crew deserted or killed. Fang demands you return his employer's property in person. Suggest you do not comply. Obvious trap. See you in the afterlife, Audriel. We did flashbacks because we thought all these things deserved full scenes rather than abbreviated epilogues. Oh. Yes. Well, that's fair. So everything you missed was really just an extended version of things you didn't actually miss. Ta-da! Okay. Including that! Oh. oh! What's it say? Manuel doesn't know who that is, but it's a damsel. Some kind. Down boy. <laughs> Get it? No. Explain it to me. Okay, bye. <laughs> Get down? I'm already dancing. Yeah, you sure are. <laughs> but yes, how do you respond? Very negative. Anyone respond? Very I'm against this. I'm, I am upset. I'm. I'm Obviously, I'm not going to follow the quest. We have to Clearly. get there and rescue your shitty boat. <laughs> and, it'll, and, it'll and it's lone survivor. Yeah. Except for all the people who ran in fear. Yeah. It's relatively clear that I've been an absolutely terrible pirate captain. They were pirates, right? Smugglers? Oh, Half-time pirates. <laughs> I mean... Yes. Look, love them. They were your crew. They were whatever you needed them to be. This is mostly my fault in any case. Yeah. You shall take responsibility. So, we should do something to rescue them. Uh, yeah, that, that would be good of you. Yeah, I remember Adriel being nice. In a moral sense, that would be very good of you. <laughs> Also, it's what I planned for, so... <laughs> in that sense as well. It's also what the script says, so let's go. <laughs> let's head out immediately, Nav says Grimm. Okay, um... Let's go. You... There's, there's a thumping in the ground, uh, and it shakes rocks, say, uh, uh, and they spell out a message saying, uh, um, DW. What? <laughs> He'll rescue her. <laughs> I mean, it, no, it's the yeah, DK actually. I'm oh, okay. a, I'm oh, a moron. Better Donkey Kong rescue. <laughs> Wait, well, we just we just said goodbye to that super tough guy. <laughs> that guy's coconut guns fire and spurts, so he'd be useful to have a lawn. <laughs> it is obvious to you that you are you are being summoned by uh, the dwarf king. Uh, ah. Oh. It was obvious to me. I don't know what these guys are talking about. I'm already walking over there. Yeah, let's go. Jeez. All right. This this is when the um I, I should have mentioned at the top, but tonight's session and possibly the the following, uh, and in fact, incredibly likely the following, was built using uh, the suggestions from our team might v team magic contest. 
Uh, it will become obvious shortly that uh, because of Dirty Sandwich's status as our uh, collective favorite uh, uh, entry from the winning team, his suggestion got primacy. And category, uh, being from uh, the runner-up, uh, normally should should have gotten you know her thing turned into the opposite, but instead we moved it to uh, the truth column because she made our favorite piece for Team Mike. So everybody got that. Yep. Not repeating it. Uh, also, some of these will be more uh, uh, interpreted than than others, but I promise that they're all in there at least a little. Hey, so, let's go to Egypt. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Moving on, uh, the uh, once you're inside, the uh, brewmaster meets you and says that uh, the the king uh, heard that you were in need of transport and offers you the use of uh, to do a ride on his personal flying whale. Uh, I love whales. It's good to be the king. It's good to be. The, I guess he can't really use it anymore. Yeah, he's not. He's uh, also, if in case anybody wanted to spend their one thousand gold each, uh, you have passed a an apothecary, who was a great healer in life, but is now literally a shadow of her former self. Oh, that seems like a good place to buy some she, potions. She is now vending potions and such. Feel free to just deduct your cash and add them to your inventory. Whatever. I'm not going to. How much is a potion? Why is she trying to make money if she's a shadow? Uh, yo, shadow's gotta eat. Her, she, she's dedicated to the healing arts and uh, requires dedicated to the healing arts and shadows gotta pay rent and, and physically interacting with uh, uh, ill bodies is not something she's able to do these days. However, managing a, a potion shop, she, she can handle that. Yeah. She's got to buy it. How much are her potions? Uh, a champion tier uh, healing potion will run you 90. That's 10% off because she's so committed to her craft. While resist, uh, same as a uh, uh, a resistance potion, champion tier will get, uh, be 150. Oils uh, are also are, are 180, and champion runes are 250. How much are the non-magical oils? Um, like, what sort Don't of oil? Don't worry about it. Okay. I was just joking. There's, this is not a massage parlor. It's not, it's not Reiki healing. You know what? I'll just, I think I'll just, I'm just gonna buy, like, ten potions. Okay, that will... I'm buying two runes and three potions, Hala. Nine hundred gold of your, uh, uh, one thousand gold reward. There you go. You are set. I am saving for the future. <laughs> what is it? What's the die? What's the bonus on a champion? Okay, a it's million. recovery plus 2d8 HPs, cap of 68 HPs. 6 0. Alright, thank you very much. Yay. I love helping small business. Alright, so uh, as you climb through the interior of the mountain and crown out above. Uh, the, the top of the peak that holds Forge, you do see a space whale has been called down. The windfish. Uh, space whale has descended. 
Oh my gosh, it has two voice boxes, and they're both really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> can, I, can I call him Wind Wait Fitch? Wait a second. How I've seen one of on? these before. But where? We appreciate all of you showing up to this casting call, but we will, however, have to call you back. <laughs> we'll let you know. The position has been filled by the actual way. Where, where uh, is it that I've seen one of these before? Tough guy, help me out here. Possibly space. <laughs> Was there one of these on the moon? You'd think something this big I'd remember clearly. I thought you don't remember anything clearly from the moon. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm... It was kind of a mess. Well, I'm sort of curious. I'm sort of curious as to how the Dwarf King managed to own this thing. Like, he's the continent. Can you really like own something? Well, I mean, <laughs> how how he commands this. He's figure. a long-lived and magnanimous. It was probably a gift. He's a king. I'm, I'm so, how can we be sure this thing is going to just drop us into like the you know the stratosphere because it feels like it. I mean, the over. They are they are creatures from the overworld. They are flying whales are yeah. very pleasant. They're like dogs. 